0: This is a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Now, on air with us, we are lucky enough to have Matthew Young. Hi, Matthew. Are you there?
1: Yep, I'm here. How you doing?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: Doing great, thanks.
0: Um, so Matthew just put a new single out, Boneheaded. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit about this new single and what it means to you?
1: Uh, yeah sure um i guess this song uh was written at a time where i was yeah kind of disillusioned with the whole music industry and so it's kind of reevaluating my priorities in a way and um yeah i guess that's that's the kind of meat and veg of the 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 songwriting um and then the beat was recorded I think in Martinborough or somewhere like this when I was on the road and uh, yeah it's just kind of been like a long journey through COVID to getting it out.
0: Yeah yeah I, I read that you've sort of taken to the roads to write and record your music at the moment rather than going for a traditional studio recording environment. Um, how do you find that that setup helps you and aids you in your process and your mindset and everything and when it comes to writing music?
1: uh yeah i feel like you know writing writing on the road or, or like being able to take a studio with you and working in um you know different places outside of what you're used to what you're familiar with you know i mean it's like it's great just for perspective but it's also great um just for like giving you like that singular focus on what it is you're 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 working to achieve is one of, I, I think, the, the greatest benefit for me just because I've got like really terrible ADHD and I get distracted really easily. Um, and so in order for me to kind of like maintain that focus, it's really good for me to get out and about. Um, yeah, I guess the music industry is interesting because... Everyone's kind of gone off the traditional studio environment.
0: Yeah, I Um, know.
1: In terms of, like...
0: I I remember hearing, like, Lord went to her own little sort of getaway out by Milford Sound to write music and stuff.
1: Yeah, and these days you don't really need, like, a big fancy studio to make really um, glossy recordings, you know? You just need to have a certain level of control, which is kind of... Well, it's a lot easier to achieve nowadays with... um, the gear that's available and especially for the price that you can you pay for this stuff it's not going to cost you like a million dollars just for a desk now yeah. you know which it used to do mm-hmm. back in like the 90s or whatever but um yeah I mean like every artist seems to be going through that um I guess process of uh, 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 like you yeah. know just eliminating unnecessary working um I guess yeah. environments or whatever but yeah so I guess take it one step further as to kind of you know try and get a rig that fits into a couple of Pelican cases and chuck it in the back of a car and go
0: Absolutely. get on the
1: road you know yeah.
0: and I guess with for as an artist or a musician with sort of covid being how it is it's kind of nice to have your own personal setup that works just for you and how you want it to as well rather than having to like manage the whole spaces and being socially yeah, no. distanced and stuff yeah
1: Definitely. I mean, um, a lot of the writing, you know, the writing trips that I went on, they actually happened just before the COVID um, thing hit. And, you know, since then, it's been a lot more difficult for me to get around um, and do the things that I would otherwise want to do. But I've got a studio, a little studio, I guess you'd call it, that set up um, here in Auckland and it's, you know, fully sound treated and it's a lot more... I guess, in line with traditional studio recording environments. However, it's not like... It's just not set up the same. It's, it's got big glass windows. And you can, it's right by the sea, and it just feels like... feels like being on the road, but, you know... Yeah. It's my mm-hmm. own space here in Auckland. So, essentially, yeah, just trying to get rid of that like sterile casino like what time of day is it i haven't seen the sun in 18 hours type of studio environment
0: yeah absolutely (laughs) much like the ones that you see in the movies and stuff
1: that's right and weirdly enough like everyone i've talked to absolutely hates them as well they just because you know they're just it's it's actually really so
0: disorienting to be in you're just yeah
1: 100 (laughs) percent.
0: yeah well, I you've been a a figure in the music industry for a while now. Are you starting to feel as if you're like finding your place and finding your footage, or is that still something that you're working on frequently?
1: You know, I, I don't I don't know if I'll ever really find that. I don't know if it's for lack of trying or for whatever reason, but the New Zealand music industry. Um, which I love, you know, I think New Zealand makes, in my opinion, like, I'm a huge fan of the music that comes out of this country and I think that we are up there with the best of them um, and hugely inspired by so many of my contemporaries in this industry in, in, in Aotearoa. But I guess the thing is that, um, you know, I've never, I've, I don't know if I've ever really fit into it in, as part of the scene or as part of, like, an, an established artist within this um Within the music industry of New Zealand, yeah, I, I honestly don't know if I ever will be. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I'll find my footing here or whatever it might be that you know find my place. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm, I, my lifestyle is a little bit less typical. I think of most musicians where I don't, I don't go to all of the events, or you know, I don't, I my, I don't show my face at a lot of these things. So I think in in a lot of ways, it's my fault. But yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, you can't blame yourself too much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who knows, you know? I mean, it's probably a a bit of everything, but I'm I'm happy with that. No, I definitely,
0: I I understand what you're saying. There's definitely certain areas within the music industry in Aotearoa where people tend to, like, get a lot more support in those areas compared to other stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think... um, a lot of that is that other people are way better at self-promotion than I am and I'm trying to get good at it and I'm constantly trying to get good at it I don't know if I'll ever actually get good at it and then the other thing is that like I guess the music that I make is slightly adjacent to the typical radio atmosphere the kind of music that typically gets played on radio so you know there's all those types of things and I guess you just gotta roll with the punches
0: yeah well I know that you kind of touch on it in your lyrics and a few of your tracks and that you've talked about it in many previous interviews um, just about mental health and your experiences and everything but I was wondering what do you think people here in New Zealand or anywhere can be doing better to to support artists right now during COVID and just like all the other stuff that you all are facing
1: it's (laughs) I don't you know, I don't know if I have the best advice. I, I think the thing is that, like, you know, listenership is kind of down. Like, Spotify's taking a bit of a hit. Apple Music's taking a bit of a hit. And I think that during COVID, when people are at home, they're not necessarily, you know, working from home and things like that. They're not necessarily going to be exposed to the music they might be exposed to in the office, and they don't have that daily commute. And so a lot of the time where people listen to music has kind of been taken up by whatever your morning routine might be from moving yourself from, you know, your bedroom to the shower to wherever you're working or whatever it might be that you're doing. Um, so yeah, I guess like the only thing I would request is like keep listening to music. Like it has value. It's, it has more long-term value than TikTok, (laughs) you know?
0: I I 100% agree. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Back to the track Boneheaded that you just put out You also paired it with A music video
1: That's right, yeah Yeah.
0: Do you want to tell us a little bit about Putting that together with the song and everything?
1: Yeah, for sure Um, That was uh, A little bit of a process of trying to figure out Exactly how we were going to Nail, kind of recreating a rom-com But set it, like a mid-2000s Rom-com But set it in Um kind of, like, suburban Auckland, I suppose. <laughs> and just, like, trying to capture that kind of New Zealand hooligan kind of feeling while also, you know, nailing the kind of um, technical and visual, uh, uh, I guess, the visual tropes of, like, what rom-coms look like. And so, yeah, it kind of goes with the song of just, like, me reevaluating like, what it is that I want out of this job. Like, what, what my what my uh, real hopes and dreams are and kind of keeping myself in check of like not getting too, I guess, crazy with, um, you know, shooting for the stars and trying to stay as down to earth as I can because I guess, um, like we touched on a bit earlier like mental health, like bipolar disorder I am prone to delusions of grandeur at times when I'm not looking after myself as best as I can so, yeah, it kind of works all part and parcel with the song, I guess Um, But, yeah, it was just a really fun process. Made it with um, a director duo called Thunderlips, and, yeah, we had a great time.
0: Amazing, yeah. Um, And just some final questions. Uh, What got you into music and songwriting initially, and do you have any specific plans moving forward in music and just in your own
1: life? Yeah, uh, I guess... I don't even know. I, I think I've always, like... I'm one of those lucky people who always knew what they wanted to do since they were a kid. Like, music is all I've ever wanted to do. Um, You know, there have been, like, times where I've wondered why I put myself through it. Um, But ultimately, I think I always come back because, funnily enough, it's the only thing in my life that I've ever been able to stick to (laughs) that I never get bored of. You know, like, I I go through a lot of phases of being really interested in something, going, like, super deep on it and then getting over it and never, never visiting it again but music has been one of those things that's always stuck around so yeah I mean as long as I can remember this is all I've ever wanted to do um, and then I guess uh, plans moving forward I would love to spend some more time doing, I, I, I wrote the majority of this album kind of solo and you know produced most of it on my own which is You know, an interesting process and a challenge that I set myself intentionally, but I don't think one that I would set myself again moving forward. So I just want to really dig into working with a bunch of people here in um, Aotearoa and also over in LA that I've worked with. And um, yeah, just try and make more stuff. I want to make more albums. I want to get as much music out as quickly as I can. You know, just keep working.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on with us today, and we've got Boneheaded coming up next on air.
1: Awesome, thank you. Sweet.
0: Thank you so much. No worries. Bye.
1: Bye bye. Yeah, I'm loaded, I get come. I think my equipment give me the smoke, the